Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, the podcast that is, <clears throat> excuse me, always from the back tees. I'm Jerry, and with me as always is Zach and Nolan. And Zach, we got a fourth guy in this car today. Who is it? Oh, yeah, we got our uh, expert live from the PGA Tour. I don't know what if you want us to call him, recurring guest, common guest, Reed Martin. How's it going, Reed? How's it going, boys? Glad to be back. I'd say it's uh, – has anyone been back on the show, like, celebrity-wise? And, and Reed certainly hit that status, Zach, um, as celebrity-wise. Big time. Yeah, I mean, um, has anyone been on more than once? I mean, that I can think of? It's No, just Reed. Yeah, so it's it's official. This is the podcast of uh, Reed Martin. Love yeah. it. Hey, there's nothing I love more than just talking to you boys, man. I love coming on. Yeah, and basically everyone we've spoken to to this point on the pod probably had some relation to Reed. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. You have, like, so many, like, Kevin Bacon, like, seven degrees of separation going on that it's just, like, that, like, you bump into people later and be like, oh, so you've heard of these guys. It's just, like. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot of, uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but more and more and more people are listening to the pods or bringing it up or, you know, because Ed's been on or you're going to be honest, Sebastian's been on or whatever, you know, whatever, and the word's getting around, man. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be sweet, Zach, if we were, like, the podcast that, like, the tour players and caddies listen to and, just, like, and, like, screw the common man all of a sudden? It's just, like, we – it's, like, what – what who do pilots fly with when they fly somewhere? It's just, like – it's, like, who who do, the, like, these people go to or whatever be like, oh, my goodness, yeah, screw the other, like, millions of people who could listen. I just want these thousand golfers and caddies. That's it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. We'll take Ting- it. Oh. Tingling in my Jesus. loins there. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a, that's a, that's some um, high cheese from Nolan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're out in L.A. now, I guess, alternate for Riviera. Yeah, we're third alternate. Um, you know, obviously, this is an event that a lot of people don't usually pull out of and don't, you know, like I was talking to you guys before, it's, uh, you know, generally so I'm getting sick or hurt or, or whatever, what have you, but uh least we got to see this place for next year and prep ourselves you know who knows some tomorrow we may get in last minute you never know man yeah well, let me ask it's part of golf let me ask you real quick reed uh because you did mention that before uh why is this a tournament that nobody other than the obvious because everyone has their own individual reasons for liking and uh, folks if you're listening to this are referring to uh, the genesis uh tournament at uh, riviera but um why doesn't anyone back out of this tournament well First of all, I mean, the, the golf course is one that everyone loves. I mean, it's just – it's a good track. It's always in good shape. It makes you hit good golf shots. and makes you hit it both left and right. Uh, the facilities here are good. The range is good. It's in a beautiful place. It sits right on top of a cliff looking over the uh, beach. And, I mean, it's just – I mean, it's, it's one of the ones where all the big names come and no one wants to pull out. It's just, uh, you know, besides the majors and, and, and uh, uh, TPC Sawgrass at the players – I mean, it's definitely one of the top three or four besides that that people don't want to want to back out of, you know, and then WGCs and whatnot. But it's Riviera is definitely – it's become an invitational. and become a small field now where it's only 120 players. To kind of put it in perspective, I think the Players' Championship is 136 or 138, one of the two. 
But are so most have, like one up in the upper 140s though? Yeah, a lot of them are 156, one, you know, 148, just okay. kind of 144. Well, until you get to like Augusta level where you only have 80 people teeing it up. I mean, I mean, I, I don't call, I, I don't like using the term limited field because I we save that for like the Hero World Challenge in Mojave when 13 and a half guys show up. But right, right. Needless to say, like when you say 120 or something, I'm just like. And, like, baseball players take a month off for the season just to relax and they play 120 games. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. 120 players is small, man. It's a small field. I mean, you think about it this way. Everyone who gets their card from last year gets to get in Riviera. And there's obviously some double-ups as, you know, if you've won or blah, 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 blah. But uh, 125 players covers the field, you know, full field max right there. So it's just, it's just a hard event to get into but uh, we'll be there next year, hopefully. I know Zach was about to ask you something, but one thing real quick, uh, Reed, just to clue the fans in listening in their vehicles or they're in, they're in the tube or they're at home or we're just in your ear and your head right now, whatever. <laughs> uh, Reed, what do you do uh, currently for a living? Uh, for, and I, I could say it as a brother shameless full-time, but even we know in our line of work uh, that you don't always work full-time sometimes. So uh, what do you do? Uh, besides Gadian? No, no, I mean, just like, like, your caddy on where for him? Yeah, yeah, man. I go, we, go, we go week to week. Uh, caddy on the PGA Tour for Mark Hubbard. Um, this is he's back on tour. He was uh, on tour, I believe, in 15, 16, 17. Spent his 18, 19 years on the uh, formerly known as web.com, now Corn Ferry Tour. And uh, I go with him every week, wherever he goes. You know, if we're going to play in a van, I'm there with him. I'm prepping for him. You know, not prepping for anyone else. Just, just him and then getting you know, what we need to do. But yeah, I travel, see all the golf courses, work all the events, always traveling. Then when I get to go home, it's in Phoenix. Uh, but other than that, we're on the road. Yeah, forgive me if uh, you discussed this last time you were on, but um, how did you and Mark get hooked up? We got hooked up, uh, let's see, it would be fall of 2018 through a mutual friend. Uh, we had, my guy and I had missed the playoffs on the, on the web, a Corn Ferry, and uh, he needed help in Boise. And uh, from Boise, we he had someone else work for the last event from uh, Florida. And after that, but a month later, I texted him and asked him if he needed a man for the next year, which was last year. And we got together, met in Bogota, Colombia, and won our fourth event ever together. It must have been pretty exciting there. Yeah, man, it was uh, definitely uh, definitely exciting and definitely you know experience I'll never forget. First W and. For, you know, guy to get, take me up to the tour with him, man. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Love it. Love it all. Yeah, isn't it? I know because we talk a lot, and you're always traveling from place to place. I can't even keep up. I try to keep up with Snapchat where you're at. It's always yeah. somewhere by the ocean. It seems. Yeah, and, it has been recently though. Yeah, exactly. So, is it tough though that you don't know a lot of the time whether you're going to be playing that week or where you're going to be yeah. in two weeks? You can kind of project the schedule. I mean, you can look ahead and say, I'm, I'm probably going to get into that, probably going to get into that. A lot of, some of the tournaments are harder uh, when you come back on a tour or you're on a tour for the first time off the web.com or the Corn Ferry, what have you. Uh, it's the category coming off there. It's kind of at the bottom of all the lists. So you have the category, say, of winners, or people who have made so many cuts, or people who have made so much money, and it just goes on down the list, on down the chain. And, you know, it's sometimes you just don't know if you're barely going to miss out on a field like this week or, you know, barely get into a field like the players or whatever. And 
So there's definitely events you know you're going to play, and some events you kind of have to be on the bubble for as of right now. But next year, once we get our card back, everything will be kind of more planned out. We'll know where we're going, the set and stuff. Yeah, talking about chain, that's some real uh, fancy chain you got there, Reed. Uh-huh. For people who can't see. <laughs> that's right. Planning hey, a career in the rap game, apparently. That's my uh, that's my baby right there. Oh wow! Ooh. Now he's just flexing on us. <laughs> We won't tell the people just so uh, <laughs> no one comes after you. It was a diamond-studded Rolex. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a little blurry on my end. I, I might have said Belova or, I don't know. Or, or, uh, I think it was Timex. <laughs> Only Arado, man. Only Arado. <laughs> no, oh, so um, so uh, kind of like how we mentioned earlier, you've been having uh, – we've been having some odd or not odd but interesting interactions with people who know you and we all kind of like are starting to develop this little god forbid it from the back tease community of people who seem to know each other and then they get together or whatever but uh has anything um because in all your like uh work on the tour of the past since we talked last anything uh peculiar queer interesting entertaining pop-up uh that's worth uh, noteworthy on tour that we haven't been able to see in the public eye uh as far as the for the back tease stuff no, I just mean like you, when we had a uh, Seabass on, uh, he actually uh, uh, gave us a pretty cool uh, Patrick Reed uh, story when him and Snedeker were walking by Patrick at the 18th hole around to a uh, Tory, and uh, it would, but it was just like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, they just happened to be there and say something to Patrick, and he said something back to right. that made them all like, you know, ha ha, that was hilarious. So right, well, yeah, not so much a ha ha moment, but uh, coming off 18 after that, all that Kobe stuff happened. Uh, Tiger had walked off the green, and Tiger was right there. And I guess he had just found out from Macava walking off 18 green that uh, that stuff had happened to Kobe, and him and Kobe were real close. And so that kind of stuff, you know, you don't see on an everyday basis, but it's just like wow, like everyone knows everyone, and you know, everyone's friends, and everyone, you know, they're connected somehow. But yeah, I mean, that's that's something that kind of made me scratch my head, and then reality came too, and you know, and uh, but. You know, waste management, that that was absolutely wild. I mean, there was video of uh, women flashing their tits. And, whoa, whoa, know. whoa, stop. Whoa, you just said women. I think I heard you say women, which meant plural. I saw a video of a woman showing her two, like, I mean, her, <laughs> her, her, showing her plural assets. But needless to say, and I saw what Kip Henley said, because I guess Stuart Sink was in the group or whatever, but I mean, were there was there more than one flasher there that we that just one didn't make tape? I saw the one, but I wouldn't. I mean, I saw the video of the one, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. I mean, do that that that, that scene on that hole is unlike anything I've ever come across in my life. It's, I, mean, it, I I see more and more footage, or maybe it's just like we're getting more and more thirsty as viewers, or or like content providers, regardless if you're a major news network or guys like us or whatever. But I feel like. I'm starting to see more craziness from the tournament. So part of me is like, is the tournament getting more out of hand or are we getting more observant recording of all the out of handness? I mean, yeah, I mean, to, to be fair this year, it was, it was out of hand and it wasn't, it was out of hand in the fact that the crowd is wild, but that's normal there. So it really yeah. wasn't. And you know what I mean? If you go play that tournament there, you got to expect to have people yelling at your back, swinging, you know, people saying random stuff about you, walking down 16, you know, people making comments. It's just all part of it. It's part of the experience, man. You just got to laugh. But do they have a finite amount of tickets they sell for the venue? Or is it just essentially like – or what I'm saying is like are they getting 50 more drunk people at that, at that, that, that at the 16th hole a year or something? I mean, or is it one of those things where, no, it's always been this many people doing the same thing. It's just getting crazier. 
I mean, obviously it's my first year there, but from what I've heard, it's just gotten more nuts every year and every year and every year. Mm. I got ideas. People, you know, we as players and caddies, we started throwing out. I don't know how long it's gone for, but we, we started throwing out uh, gear. Hubbard was throwing out footballs and just little stuff here and here. But it's fun, man. It's definitely an atmosphere that you gotta you gotta witness one time, whether it's in the crowd or on on the turf. I mean, it's uh, pretty cool. I got a question for you. Would would you prefer that is more of a normal occurrence, or are you fine either way? What what's your prep? I mean, do you want more of that atmosphere throughout the tour? Or? I think. I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I'm not, I'm not hitting the golf shots, and I don't think it bothers a lot of the players. But uh, I don't think every week it would be good. But here and here and there, man, it changes up the pace and changes up the look. And the stands walking down 16, 17, 18 are pretty incredible. I mean, they line every piece of the holes pretty much. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's fun, though. Don't get me wrong. It was probably one of the most fun events I've ever been a part of. Um, now, every week, I don't know about every week, just because it's part of it is so hard to get from, say, the clubhouse to the range or the clubhouse to the putting range because there's so many people. And, you know, some of them are obnoxious and whatever. I mean, that's part of the event. And who cares? But it, it all comes, you know, all piece of the puzzle. You know, but at the end of the question, I mean, that event's awesome. I don't think I would like it every week, but it's, it's definitely fun. It's definitely something you look forward to every year. Okay, you know what? I'll piggyback off of uh, what Nolan just asked and something we were kind of talking about earlier. Let's take out the majors. Let's just say uh, Hubs had a, a chance to, like, he, he had, like, carte blanche in his card and went everywhere this year. Let's take out the majors. Let's take out the players' championship. And as you were saying, let's take out Riviera because we all decided that it's probably on the next Mount Rushmore of echelon courses that aren't the major venues for the year. Right. What would you say? So I guess I'm saying take out Riviera and – Excuse me, Riviera. We'll take out Pebble Beach, the Pro-Am, too, because that one's a little obvious. And the Canadian yeah. Open, probably. That's okay. obvious well, as well. They don't rotate, Zach? They don't have a rota for your Open up there? <laughs> 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 no, but uh, what would – let me – and it could be for a lot of other reasons, because I hear, like, a lot of tour events are good when the players like uh, a lot, the spectators like a lot, the caddy amenities are nice. And, and those are three different avenues of people attending a tournament. What is the favorite, what's your favorite tournament to go to in terms of like the venue? Like me, I like the Bay Hill tournament every time it comes on. I mean, cause it's probably the game, the course that I played the most on all the video games growing up from like PC computer games in the nineties to now. So it's like Bay Hill. That's, that's my shit. So. Right. You know, uh, the one that I, really enjoyed last year. I don't know if it's my favorite yet because I haven't seen all of them, but uh, the Greenbrier, man, that place is something special. You walk up to that golf course and the contrast and the grass and then the, the fans and the military with all the helicopters flying over and the, the food's pretty good and the golf course is great. The field's pretty, you know, it's decent. I wouldn't say great, but it's decent. And it's up in the mountains and it's a good time of year and it's uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, other than that, uh, Hawaii, the Sony was good just because, you know, the, the being on the water, I mean, it was blowing 40 or 50 this year, but that's not going to happen every year. Um, right. But the, the Greenbrier was, was something special. The Greenbrier was pretty cool. And Phoenix, I mean, Phoenix is right there with it. I mean, I, as far as fun and, and, and interested to go to, that's definitely one of them. That's definitely one of them. I'm looking, looking forward to going to the Honda at PGA National just because I've played so much golf there. Uh, it's where I got recruited from for college. Uh, spent a lot of time there, but, uh, you know, looking forward to PGA National and, um, you know, the PGA Championship this year. It looks like we may get into over at uh, TPC Harding Park in, 
in uh, I think it's Harding Park in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I so, can't wait for. But yeah, man. I mean, as far as you know, the, the Greenbrier is, is awesome, uh, just because it is. I, I'm always a uh, kind of an outdoorsy guy. I like being outdoors and the mountains up there. It's, it's beautiful. Killer, great answer. I never would have expected that uh, the Greenbrier because I. I hate to say it, I almost look at the Greenbrier as one of the still, like, old-fashioned tournaments, so to speak, like an old-fashioned tour stop, but that's not a problem. I mean, that, that, that doesn't have to be – it's like it's like, it's like like bitching about the Colonial. It's like, come on. I mean, what? I mean, yeah. really? Come on. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm also looking forward to the Memorial. Memorial up at uh, Jack's course. I mean, that's – I've played that golf course, and that golf course is outstanding. So, I mean, there, there's some of them that I haven't yet been to as far as uh, working out there, but, I'm, I mean, we're going to get in. I'm looking forward to it. I've been there before, just not with not with the tour. Yeah, I think Seabass said Murfield was one of his favorite courses to play to. So, That's yeah. what it's called, right? Murfield Village? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Up in, I think it's Dublin, Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. That, that as well, yeah. Not to be mistaken with – Across uh, the pond. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Not to be mistaken with Dublin, China, indeed. Uh, yeah. Zach, were you about to say something? Uh, no, I. Well, I have a couple things. First, for the tournaments, because I know you were mentioning to me that you know you guys are going to be in next year at yeah. Riviera, so you already have enough points, I guess, to keep your card. Well, that's all. That's all based on yeah. So what happens is, you, if if you keep your card, you technically will get in all of the. Uh, Invitations, i.e., Riviera, Bay Hill, Colonial Memorial, all of them. Um, now, I mean, there's probably a back end of maybe one or two who barely keep their card in the number. But I mean, regarding points that it's taken in the last couple of years, uh, it looks like we're good with our card already. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to stop. Obviously, we're trying to make you know finish as high as we can. But yeah, man, I, you know, next year will be a lot easier to plan the schedule. Yeah, not bad to get the card locked up early on. Right, right, man. It's never, never stop grinding, though. That's the thing. Yeah, and then my other thing is more of a uh, thing I got to deal with with the PGA Tour. Someone needs to fix this. Why is there no shot tracker at, like, half the events to start the year? I don't know. I don't know, but part of it, part of it is, is uh, if you look at the first, say, six or seven events, you have multiple tournaments that have multiple golf courses. Yeah. So you have uh, Pebble, you have Torrey Power, you have the Desert Classic. Yeah, that's three of the first five. That's half of them right there. I mean, yeah, they still got to get it done because, you know, Mark Hubbard went from two over to like four under in one hole. And then <laughs> next level confusing. That, that's funny, man, because so many people texting me, I don't know what happened on the score in there. I'm like, incredible. Well, see, now, Zach, I got kind of an answer for you, maybe, because me and a caddy were yelling at each other about this the other day, because he, he caddy, he's caddy on tour years ago uh, uh, for some people. And, and essentially, I guess the way I interpret it was how tour events work. It really is all up to, like, whatever network is covering it, so to speak. And so, okay, well, then there's four to five networks. I mean, it's pretty much – it's pretty easy to, like, suss out who's going to be running the show. But much like a news network works, like let's just say there's a breaking story somewhere, it's up to that network to say, okay, we're going to send out X amount of vans and Y amount of cameras and Z amount of people. So I feel like Shot Tracker, goddamn well, should be everywhere. And it really could be if they wanted to, if they want to spend those resources. Because I listen to the No Laying Up guys bitch about like TV coverage all the time. And every time 
they do it, it's rightfully so. But it's always like somebody, one of these four networks is screwing up in a different way this time. So part of me is like, maybe these guys just suck. Maybe that's just the way it goes. Maybe they don't want to put as much time or attention or money into it because they don't have to because they're the ones who are still getting the to be the, the, the network. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean – and to be fair, I, we were at the Greenbrier, going back to the Greenbrier, and the, uh, I was talking to, I just randomly, we were at dinner one night, I think, we randomly met, met uh, two volunteers who had come down from, I don't remember where, to, to volunteer for the shot tracker, you know, marking, making sure all the uh, GPS on the devices and stuff on certain holes were good. So I think a lot of that comes from volunteers, and maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe they mess up from time to time, I don't know. But it, that, that, that's not the first time I've ever heard of uh, a score being messed up. It is the most that stressful also, thing when you see like shot two from other. Other yeah. could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, and I hate to say because that wasn't one of those things that we could just blame on like a technological glitch, which is what I wanted to, or an error or something. Just be like, oh, guess what? This part of the course doesn't have service or electricity or Wi Fi. So there's just a, a literal black hole for information for everybody in the main, like Amen Corner. And you come out of it all of a sudden, like, hey, look, there they are. They're still alive. <laughs> I don't know. I... So, well, now that we have a, a, an awkward pause, I'll shift gears here and ask you, uh, Reed. Um, since you were uh, obviously uh, around uh, the tour players a lot more than us and other caddies or whatever, everyone has been asking about uh, thoughts on this new golf tour. And I, I know what you're going to say, because uh, we kind of all have the same thing to say about it. We don't know anything. And if Tiger doesn't join it, it's going to go kaput. But I mean, do you, and even if it's just your own opinion, do you even have like the opinions or the temperature of just like the casual? Because uh, let's just pretend Tiger goes over this new tour and it becomes a thing, so to speak. Well, okay. Who's to say Hubs doesn't go over there and start kicking some ass or something? I mean, just because there's like, there's low hanging fruit over there. What say you? Uh, I mean, from what I've heard, and I haven't, you know, spoken to a ton of people about it, but from the few I've heard kind of talk about it, uh, one of the uh, concerns, not really concerns, if you will, but thoughts about it, if you will, or, you know, first of all, how are they going to get the sponsorships and the purses and the, and the venues that are going to make people want to go over there? People are gonna, people want to stay here because they know they're going to go to Riviera. They know they're going to go to a couple. They know they're going to go uh, – uh, you know, the players and, 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 you know, PPC. But I think that's one of the big things is trying to get people to draw over there. I mean, how are you going to get someone away from some of the biggest purses and, and most well-known off the world to go play at a tour that's brand new where there hasn't been a, a baseline met yet? You know, so I, I just – it could take off. I don't know. I mean, i not put anything past them, but just it's kind of a head-scratcher in the sense that you never know when – people are going to take off and go try an event. I mean, it's, but it's going to take a lot, I think, and it's going to take a lot to kind of gear these people away from PGA for a week or two, maybe some smaller event weeks if they, you know, put a big event over there on a week that, say, I don't know, uh, Puerto Rico's playing or whatever. I guess it would be Puerto Rico because that's the uh, WGC, but, uh, you know, anything, Bermuda, whatever. Well, I know I hate to make this direct comparison, but it is something that's happening right now. And even though the viewership is down like 600% compared to its first go around, but I, I like, I hate to say it. I look at the new tour as like the XFL, so to speak, but that's a really terrible comparison to put on something because the XFL has been a failure already. And anything that's not the NFL is going to be like, Oh, this is David and Goliath when David loses every time. So, I mean, it's just like, why would you root for a David right off the bat when you know it's more of a literal like translation? So, I mean, 
I, I hate to say it, that's why I say like unless Tiger joins. I mean, even even if Tiger joins this tour, I still I'm not sold on if it'll work. I mean, right. I mean, that's that's, that's kind of what I was alluding to. It's, it's a David and Goliath thing in the sense of why would I go play with David when I can play with Goliath? And you know, for for what's what, you know, PGA's look looked at by everyone and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, that stature's built, which is which is a challenge for that tour. I mean, they got to build a stature and and create a an aura about that tour and, and I know walk from players to go over there. Now, what, what, how they do that, I have no idea. How they want to do that, I have no idea. That's, that's what they're up to. But, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of it's, it's a tough task, that's for sure. I would think job security has a lot to do with it, too. It's got to be kind of frightening when uh, Jay is threatening taking away people's tour cards if they leave. And... How is that even legal? <laughs> like. I feel like well, it's because because the game. because the PGA Tour is a cor- is a, is a business. I mean, people don't people people don't realize we look at like the NFL, the NBA, and all these things. It's like no, in the end, it's a business with employees. We just we feel like the employees in the NFL are thirty different uh, departments that are competing against each other of like the same of like fifty different dudes. It's like no, but still, there's a governing body, and the PGA Tour happens to be, from what I've heard and seen and know, like the most like closed door but also very most protective of like in a good way and in a very not good way of like a policy and its players i mean or or at its staff so to speak right no it's true like they, they do protect everything and everyone and you know and that's they protect everything even down to the golf courses they play I and mean, they have people out there you know weeks in advance but yeah i mean it's it'll be interesting it'll be interesting that's for damn sure <clears throat> so uh zach nolan I want each one of you guys to chamber a really good question, whether it's something off the top of your head, something off the cuff, something, or even something really deep and introspective. Think about it for one second while I get some oh. housekeeping out of the way. And by that, I mean, thank you very much. We are brought to you by Sports Travel Radio Podcast Network. Just put that in your Google search or wherever you get uh, your, uh, your, uh, your uh, I almost keep saying iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and you will find that they have at least half a dozen podcasts of all great things from sports betting to us to – uh, to other stuff that I don't even follow because it, it's not even in my uh, vein of uh, of uh, expertise or attention. And also, we're unofficially brought to you by Gorse Golf. Just go to gorsegolf.com or type in Gorse Golf into Google, and you'll find my boy Crazy and his wife Christina make some great, great head covers. They're half the price of all this quality shit you see out there from uh, Akbar. Because sorry, Akbar, buddy, you, you charge too much, and now everyone else is charging too much. So we got to nip that one in the bud. And uh, Crazy does some really great custom work. And just go visit him at Gorse Golf. <clears throat> if you have any questions, please email them to us also at ftbtpodquestions at gmail.com. And also, we want to thank Reed Martin's Hat for being sponsored by From the Back Tees in all the latest tournaments on the PGA Tour. Thank you very much. We, we were hoping to see Hubs, like, you know, uh, making some back nine charges and getting on camera a lot because we were just like, holy crap, there we Reed are. I mean, been on camera. Happy. Just always the wrong side of his head. I know it does, doesn't it? It seems like that from what I've seen. People send me pictures or videos or whatever. I'm like, dude, it's always on the always on the other side. That's why maybe you have a bad side and they don't take they don't want that side of you. Could be a you problem. <laughs> you, you just need to pull like you need to pull a complete Derek Zoolander and face the wrong direction and be like, No, it's over here and just like bang, take a seven iron and point that way. <laughs> That's funny, man. Reed, I, it'll, it'll, get on, it'll get on there. It's just, just a matter of time, boy. It's just a matter of time. You don't know how many times I've, like, stood up next to my TV and started recording every time you and Hubs are on the TV. And my wife's like, what the heck are you doing, Nolan? I'm like, you don't – It's got golf stuff, dear. You don't understand. You don't realize that we –
<laughs> you be on national TV here. That's right. It's our big break. Yeah, we're going to get on that. I mean, especially as we go further in the season and events get bigger and bigger, there'll be more and more cameras out and more and more, you know, longer telecasts and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So that's so, by the way. Those hats, by the way, are sick. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that was going to be my question for after the show. But no, I, I, I don't even... the, the internet's going a bit wonky. Oh, I think we're good now. That was my question oh. for the end of the show, but I'm going to ask it now since who cares. Do you know if those hats are arriving? Because I'm going to go downstairs and ask for them, and then I could ship it out to these boys. Yeah, I, I have to talk to T.A., Taylor Hartman, the guy serving there. I'll, I'll message him, man. They are He's, sweet uh, hats. I know, I know you send them. I, I sent him your contact info, your, your mailing address. We uh, collab with him. They got some sweet hats. They're, they're sick, man. They did, he does a good job with color coordinating everything. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, absolutely. When we were seeing like your whole four-day scheme, it's just like, I don't even care what else he's wearing, but he is, he's all good to go and put together. I mean, look at this. <laughs> Dude, they, they arrived. I was like, damn, these look good. <laughs> I, I never, I never – the only thing I tell him is kind of a baseline of colors-ish I'm looking for and the logos I need on it, and he just puts them together and makes them look good. And, and Could you wear whatever you want on the tour? Yeah, I can wear whatever I want, yeah. Pull I think we got to work on some suggestions, Reed. We got to work right. on stuff. Like maybe we go neon pink one day, like full neon pink head to toe. All right. That, that'll <laughs> get you noticed. I'm down with that. All right. I'm down with that. But no, no, Hubs has got to Hubs has got to play good golf for him to get noticed. That, <laughs> well, not if you're wearing neon pink. <laughs> like, like, look, look, fair. No, we'll be able to spot him once Hubs is like lightened up. But to be fair, Reed just had a good quote I wanted to bring up earlier where he said, uh, "He said I'm not the one hitting the ball." I mean, that's something that I. The reason why I love my job is I can talk anything about golf, do anything I want to, but in the end, I turn right back and I walk, take that bag away, going like, "Yep," and I don't have to do anything right now. Okay. It's all up you here. bring it to Hubs. You I both. Mean, both of you were full head to toe neon pink. I guarantee you guys are top five most liked group on tour. Maybe top <laughs> one. He said most liked. <laughs> neon pink, and you got to throw some other wacky colors in there with it, man, like neon pink and bright yellow or something. Yeah, you no, could change gonna, it up every day like with a, one neon color. I was going to say like, like a, a, on your head. Yes. green apple belt, green apple belt, yes. green apple shoes. That's yes. right. I'll tell you what. There's a there's a ping there's a ping uh, there's a ping rep that works on the uh, the Corn Ferry. I think he does some of the PGA Tour stuff. And his shoes match his neon pants or whatever color his pants he's wearing every single friggin' day, whether it's got, bright blue yeah. or pink or purple or whatever. Who's the best shoe game on tour, man? I've been trying to get. I want the PGA Tour to like ele- elevate to the whole NBA with their shoe game. I think. Yeah. There's a big opportunity there that's being missed. Uh, I will say, Lantos, Lantos wears some wears some uh, bold shoes. Yeah. He wears yeah, well, these what, blue what do you mean by what do you mean by bold? Like loud, a lot of flair. Just, yeah, just, just just colorful. You know, I mean, they're they're, they're the foot joys with the uh, you know the old two tone color. Yeah, I, I kind of I don't, I don't mind that though. I mean, I, for some reason, I like those. I went on when I was an assistant pro on the East Coast. I would. I lived on myjoy.com just making foot joy oh, shoes. Yeah. Oh, and, I, I and all I did was just make like like wingtip after wingtip after like yeah. like I mean it was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I love them. I love them, but they're I mean they, they are loud. Like if you wear those with the same color pants or whatever, say you have purple and white and purple shoes with purple pants, they definitely stand out. Yes. 
That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, we're talking like Doug Sanders now. I like that stuff. The only, the only, I don't know if it's such a rule on tour, uh, but it's more of a um, an unwritten like, rule. Unwritten rule, yo, is it bright? Bright shorts are often. I wore bright red shorts one day, but typically, typically, like bright shorts for whatever reason are, are frowned upon. What about red shirts on Sundays? Oh yeah, you can wear whatever you want on top, man. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to do. You need to go tiger red every single Sunday. Tiger See if people catch on. Hubs well, usually wear blue shirt every Sunday. Does he? I, yeah. I like that. Uh, is there is there any like uh, reason behind that, say for tradition or what he does, or like? Because no, I know, no, I know no, a lot no, of guys I do that for whatever so. school. I don't think so. And honestly, I didn't know. I didn't even really notice it until uh, I, didn't, I, mean, I didn't even notice it. But my uh, my girlfriend was out about a month ago, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, Mark uh, Mark didn't wear his Sunday blue." I was like, "What are you talking about? We're always blue on Sunday." I said, "Actually, yeah, yeah thinking back, thinking back to it." He's got such attention a chick, to detail. It's such a chick thing to notice. God damn, what's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, uh, but needless to say. Uh, um, but yeah, I know, um, uh, like, Ricky Fowler, he does this whole, like, uh, college colors on uh, Sunday as well. It's just uh, yeah. you just don't see him on the podium much. Right. Now, he always wears his orange and white. Mm-hmm. Always orange and white for Okie State. Well, maybe maybe it's, like, one of those rules where it's, like, in baseball where if you're a pitcher, you can't have, like, a sleeve on your arm or something that's the same color as the baseball or something because everything blends in. But in golf, they don't want you to stand out because you're distracting. Like, uh, like you, like your your red shorts over there are gonna be like catch like the camera's eye or like somebody else's eye or something. Right. Yeah, I mean that's probably part of it. Especially considering how uh, gargantuan you are. I mean, it's like like uh, short pants for you are like long pants for most dudes. I mean, right. let, let's be let's be honest here. <laughs> oh, it's so much better. I didn't even think about that. Oh, our shirts are dresses on most people. Oh, if you just have a unique thing, Reed. Oh, it would be incredible. <laughs> Zach's, I pretty, I, Zach's a pretty reserved guy. I can tell he's losing his mind right now with the possibility. <laughs> All in. <laughs> Wait, as as a team, we got to come up with something, man. I'll rock oh. it. I'm going to be out at the Honda. You know that. I'm going to have all sorts of spreadsheets ready, pros and cons lists. Very <laughs> cons, obviously. <laughs> I'll look, I'll look over. He'll be on the tee box just, just scribbling and writing it Yeah, novel. exactly. I'm like, uh. He's got a whiteboard. He's like Chip Kelly over there with people with like big signs. Is Andrew coming down to that? Uh, I'm not sure. He might be. I think he's only uh, – where does he live? He lives in South Carolina, right? Yeah, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, oh. Real quick, by the way, I got to somehow get a hold of uh, copies of Reed's hat or whatever. I'll even take game use, bruh. I don't care. I'm not weird. But uh, needless to say, I found out, uh, and Zach and Nolan got a picture of this the other day. Um, I got news that uh, we can wear at uh, caddying at my resort. We can wear whatever hat we want to as long as it's golf-related, which which, which I still I, – I don't know about that because I still got that cocaine and hookers hat I can wear, which is totally from a golf company, but I don't think they would like that. But needless to say, that's when I was wearing my From the Back Tees hat. And then now I can kind of branch out and be like, cause, and, and that's why I was saying, like, Zach, we got to update the merch because I'm finding out I can wear more merch at work. So. I loved it when Duffner was wearing, like, any hat he wanted to. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 the perfect, that's the perfect level of status I want to be at where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Just what is, what is that? Look at that. That looks cool. I found that in the gift shop. I mean, 
Well, I mean, dude, to be honest, like, you start thinking about who wins what, like, at the end of the day, like, you come out on tour, whether you're a caddy or a player, like, you can create your own relationships with people who you want. Like, there's no written guidelines on what you, what companies you can and can't wear. Like, if someone wants to say, you know, screw all the golf companies and use their own golf clubs and then love their own clothing, like, they can do that. You know what I mean? There's no written rule saying they have to, but then I think that's why you're slowly starting to see more and more guys venture off into their own personal logos, their own personal stuff as far as clothing, you know, going yeah. back to the thing. Well, or I, or I used to call that the uh, Ryan Moore rule, where uh, remember that one period of time where Ryan Moore wasn't wearing any uh, logos or brands or whatever, and he, like, took a big point of pride. And remember, it was about, like, 12 or 13 years ago, he literally would be wearing, like, cardigans with, like, neckties, like, loosely done or whatever. But he was, like, yeah. I love, I really have come around on Ryan Moore in the past several years, but early on, he was just, like, I, I thought he was a dick because it was, he was one of those guys who's, like, hey, look at me, I'm not sponsored by anybody. But so it's, like, well, why, the, why should we look at you then? Like, other than for sake of you want attention, dickweed. It's, like, otherwise, I don't care. I mean, yeah. And, uh, Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Then you got, like, Louis Usazen and Lee Westwood representing UPS. Like, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Nolan, I thought you were going to say I. the only time I pull for those guys hardcore is I want one of the two of them to win the FedEx Cup because wouldn't that be awkward <laughs> when they have to stand there with their UPS polo right. on for the FedEx Cup? Yo, I'll tell you what. This is completely out of left field. But uh, – it's amazing to see these last few weeks at Pebble and at, uh, at the uh, American Express in California, all of the celebrities that come to play in these pro-ams, man. Like, it's pretty – we played with Brett Hole in the final round in California, and that was, that was quite the experience. Especially as a hockey fan, that's like the dream. Right. How, good, how good was Brett? I heard he was like a, a, a two-handicap like back in the day, but how is he now? I mean, he was uh, – he was – He's old now, isn't he? I would say uh, he was uh, not all there by the th- end of the round, um, you know, but, uh, it was, you know, there might have been a few drinks he had on the golf course, so I have no idea, but uh, he was definitely lagging 60, 70, 80 yards behind at times in the fairway. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know how old he is now. I mean, this is back when, like, when I was paying attention, I think he was, like, at the tail end of his career or something, so. Uh, Zach, how old is he now, like 55 maybe? He might, I'm, he might that, be in his 60s. That sounds about right, 55, because I feel like when I was watching him golf, he was in his mid-30s and near the end of his career. So Wow, spot on 55. No, oh, Reed, you're good at that. Oh, brother, hot locking full there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's one of those things that, you know, even though he was out there having, having fun enjoying himself, like, yeah, that's an experience that you just you don't sign up for. I mean – it's awesome. You know, yeah. you, you don't know you're going to get to play with Brett Hall on Sundays, and who cares, man? Like, enjoy it. Yeah, who, did, who did you guys play with at – that wasn't at Pebble you played with him. That was the week before. That was at uh, uh, American Express in California. Who were you guys with at Pebble? Or you didn't play? Uh, just, just a couple uh, – Mizuno guy, one of the Mizuno guys, and then a couple other uh, company guys. No one big, though. No one major. Oh, well, they won't be happy to hear that. You also got to play with Kyrdek. That's like a celebrity in his own right. Oh, dude. Kyrdek was great, man. And, I mean, Oppie Barnard is quite the name. Was he blowing fat clouds of vapes? Fat- dude, him and his caddy. 
Amazing. Oh, of course you're caddy. Like most caddies are degenerates, but it's like if your golf is a degenerate, it's not like I don't think John Daly had, like had a choir boy on his bag ever. I mean, are you kidding me? It's like like if if I was on John Daly's bag, I'd be smoking openly too, just like right in front of the cameras, like fuck off. I mean, come on. <laughs> I love this guy though. He's like the complete opposite of what the new age golfer is. Yeah, he's, but, dude, oh, he's, he's great sense of humor too. I'll tell you what. He for for I mean, dude, that guy gets the job done. I mean, how long has he been good? You know what I mean? He's yeah. one of those kind of guys that not flashy and you never will see him, you know, up on the top, top, top of the leaderboard a lot. But that guy gets the job done. Dude's making a clean living. Well, now, yeah. hold on. Here, here's, a, here's a good thing I'll pause to you fellas real quick. Uh, nobody ever picks him to win a major. Is he ever going to win one? He I certainly has the game. I think, you know, if you're talking about guys who don't really get talked about that, that could win a major, I think he's definitely one that could. I feel like you he's know, like PGA or something. I feel like he sniffed around at the Masters before, though, hasn't he? I think he was. I think he was. Yeah, he's definitely, like, I don't want to say, like, he's made some cuts and fallen away, but he's, he's still not even at Ricky Fowler status, where I say Ricky Fowler can play 54, 63 good holes of golf. And here we're talking about Kiradetch, who plays, like, hopefully 36. I mean, hopefully we can see him that long hang out. I mean. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, three, four years ago, he was stupid. I mean, really good, stupid good. Uh, yeah. You guys never really heard about it because a lot of it was the Asian tour and European tour stuff. So, uh, um, I didn't – oh, sorry, go ahead, Reed. I was just going to say, you know, you, you just – that golf's like that, though. I mean, you see waves sometimes of people playing good. I mean, look at uh, Brendan Todd, for heaven's sake. Ten years, <laughs> ago, ten years ago, he was great, and then he – Struggled and kind of, you know, fell off for a little while, and now he's back to the top of the world. In the golf, you never know, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at. I'm actually looking at Kiradetch right now. His uh, results in major championships, and uh, well, it looks like his best one was the U.S. Open uh, 2018. He took a 15th place. I think you guys uh, are right. I think he was up there at the Masters going into Sunday, and then he might have shot like an 85 or something. 2016, he's only played the Masters three times, uh, getting a tie for 15th and 16, didn't play in 17, got a tie for 44th and 18, a tie for 49th last year. So in terms of like, I mean, hitting for average or whatever, he's played in three Masters and he's made the cut. And like, I guess I hate to say the top 50, cause, but I don't know if after the cut at the Masters, like that is like 50 people, but... <laughs> I mean, hey, dude, even, even to get to the Masters, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, um, before Zach gets to his Canadian fun fact, I was going to have, because uh, we're doing this whole, like, he'll explain it to you, uh, Reed. It's no big deal. It's like a big running score thing. We drew multiple choice, and it's, uh, there's going to be championships later. It's no big deal. But, uh, <laughs> Nolan, did you get anything else in there? Uh, that, I mean, I'm sorry. Get anything else you want to ask Reed or uh, what we got him on the blower here? Yeah, you said something about um, playing at national, and you used to uh, get recruited through college golf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, did you go play college golf? Yeah, so uh, I was down at PJ National when I was in 2007 or eight, maybe. Had to have been eight. I was down there for a national championship in the – UCF coach at the time. There was a national championship out at uh, PGA National for a junior tour that goes throughout the country. And uh, the UCF coach at the time was out there walking around and watched, watched me for the first 10 holes. And I shot uh, 31 on the front, Eagle 10 to go 7 under through 10. Ooh. So that, I mean, that, that course just kind of has a special place in my heart for that. I mean, I like the golf course as it is. 15, 16, 17 are 
unbelievable golf holes and the 18, you know, no picnic itself, but I like the golf course. I have some good memories there and, and like the area and it's good. Killer. So did you go on to play at UCF? Yeah, I went and played at UCF in 2009, 2013. Tried to play <clears> professional <throat> for a little while, but it just wasn't my thing, man. Caddying was much, much, much more my thing. What, who are UCF? The uh, Are they the Golden Dragons? Nice. The Nice. No, who's who's the Golden Dragons down there? Is that like UIF or something or UFI? USF is uh, uh, the Bulls. There's like the the Blazers or something that have a dragon. Yeah, I, I remember it was like University UAB of the Blazers. Yeah. I think it's UIF or something, University of International Florida or something. Oh, you're talking about uh, FIU. Yeah, yeah. Florida <laughs> International. They're, uh, oops. <laughs> I got everything right with the order. God forbid. <laughs> well, I think they're like the. They're the dragons. There's some kind of dragon. FIU is the owls, I think, right? And FIU is the. Are they the dragons? I have no idea. Oh, God. I, my Wikipedia button's getting worn out this uh, this uh, episode. <laughs> and I haven't even, like, shared anything I've looked up yet. The, poor, my poor phone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, had some pretty exciting college football seasons here. Panthers! God damn it! The Panthers! So That's far right. off. Yeah. yeah! I may as well have said great white sharks. <laughs> Absolutely. They're, they're the lazy lizards. Oh, God. Oh, the Godzilla Stegosaurus. Lazy lizards. Great team name. <laughs> My future uh, Madden 2021 franchise mode team name. That's right. Why? What happened in 2020, Zach? I've moved on from 2020. Already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog, I just I just pre-ordered MLB The Show like 2020. That shit won't even be here for 45 more days. Apparently they are getting MLB The Show on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's finally happening as it should. What a world. It's happening. <laughs> well, I mean, now, hey, I, I play Call of Duty now with, uh, and you can find me, uh, Callaway, uh, at Callaway underscore Club 84 on Sony PlayStation Network. But on um, Call of Duty now, like, uh, you can play, like, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and PC. Like, everyone can play together finally the way gaming should be, so. You tell them. Okay, no, I actually, I won't. Uh, so, speaking of tell them, Zach, tell Reed about the Canadian fun fact in the new format we have starting at the start of this year here. Oh, yeah. So, more for the purpose of embarrassing my two lovely co-hosts, we started keeping track of our Canadian fun fact results. We turned it into Canadian... Trivia, it's a question with multiple choice. All right. We've been running it for five weeks now. Uh, of the people who have come on, Nick Huey went 0 for 1, Sebastian 1 and 0, and the great part about it is now, like, we basically force them to come back because if you go 0 and 1, you need to improve, and if you go 1 and 0, you need to back it up. You have to redeem yourself. It's yeah, shrewd. It's and I mean, Zach's in college. He's learning big things right now. Then apparently Jerry <laughs> is, like, hacking into my computer Russian style or Chinese style, and he's a perfect 5-0. and oh, And the questions have not been easy. Like, what football team did Lawrence Tynes play for in Canada? And he knew. Suspicious. I, I listened to that one. I listened yeah. to that one. Suspicious. But then, <laughs> Suspicious. Nolan, Nolan's over here, a incredible 1-4. and four. Respectable. Nolan, you're killing it, man. You're killing it. Yeah, that's not one four four. That's one and four. 
One for four. Dude, you, you, you'd suck, Zach. You'd suck at breaking the news or, the, or giving out the Oscars or whatever because you were like talking about me, but then you're finishing up with Nolan and his one and four. Like, it's, well, yeah, we're trying to I say. Just saved the best story nothing at all, that. Nolan. It's, I, there's nothing wrong with you, Nolan. It's okay, Zach. But today on the trivia, if you remember the last time we had you on, Reed, your question for me was how many hockey rinks are in Canada. <laughs> so without looking at Google, all I did was look up amount of hockey rinks in Canada. First result, here's the question. So the question is, how many hockey rinks in Canada? A, 8,300. B, 9,600. That's way C, too close. 10,000. Or D, 11,400. Well, I know, I know it's not an even number. So it's either A or B. Okay. Confident. I, I'm, going, I'm going B. You're going B? No one? You got to repeat, repeat it to me. I, I'm not going to repeat it. I can't do that. Is that, is that outdoor and indoor rinks? Uh, it is outdoor and indoor rinks. It's got to be both, yeah. Nolan, I'll repeat the answers for you if you don't mind. I, I wrote them. Fine. Get your Thank repetition. You. Well, how else is he going to know if he doesn't okay, know what the go, number Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm it's, writing down Reed, whether he got it or not. 9,600, 10,000, or 11,400. The first one cut out. 8,300 was the first one. 9,600, bro. I'll go low with 8,300. One in five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? In the In the spirit of how this is the most bullshit question we've had so far in the Canadian multiple choice trivia. You are, I, you may as well like say like how many needles are in this haystack? One, two, three, or four. I mean, it's, these numbers are so ridiculously close. I'm going to go with my man Reed and say B 9,600 just because he seems like he knows. Okay. So before I give the answer, I got to say it's good news that Jerry wrote it down because I on the spot made up the three numbers that were incorrect. That was why I could not repeat it. <laughs> that is the worst game show host ever yeah no i realized after okay so in canada we got five thousand we lead we lead the world by the way more than double us who's second we got we more math coming up go, go slow five thousand outdoor rinks indoor rinks we have three thousand three hundred no one let's All go right, two and four two and four Two and four. No, now Reed, I'm five and one now. That's there's a lot more at stake here. Don't there call it a, a comeback. Don't <laughs> call it a comeback. Batting three thirty three now. Not bad. Oh Yeah, Reed, this was your question. You should have got it. Zach, you announced the stats wrong. That's why you said talked about me first and then Nolan, so he went after Nolan like a like like a dog with a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I may have won, but I'll let you take the podium and have your uh, acceptance of a loss speech. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's better than I could say earlier today when I was in a, a four-way playoff on the putting green at the Caddy Shack where I uh, didn't even podium. So uh, it's it's nice to uh, be podiuming them somehow right now. Yeah, but Reed, that's rough. That was your question. I know. No research into it. <laughs> just, I just said, get me right to you. Well, dude, I mean, to oh, be I fair, know. it should be one to know, but uh, didn't do my didn't do my research, man. I thought I thought Canadians are more into hockey than that. 
Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> that, I was very surprised. Lot, that's not a lot, Reed. That is not a lot of hockey they're into. <laughs> I, I was very surprised. That's crazy. I thought they'd have more. That's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, Reed, this has been an absolute blast uh, uh, bullshit with you tonight. Um, other than seeing your mug on TV, is there uh, any uh, anything you want to plug? Like a website, Twitter handle, book your writing, uh, you know, signing some balloons at a car dealership. What's up? You got to get active on Twitter. I know. I, I, Twitter is like the one that I don't use. Instagram, I don't even uh, use a whole lot. But I think my handle on there is rmartingolfpro uh, when I was trying to play. I haven't even changed the name of it. But uh, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, look it up. Reed Martin, Muckleteo, Washington. Uh, needs to be transcribed to Phoenix. That's how active I am on social media. But uh, I need to need to get better about it. Snapchat. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll start getting that logo on there. Get it pressed around, man. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Nolan, uh, you doing anything uh, special coming up? Anything we should talk about? Keep you an eye out uh, for you for doing there as my grammar train just went off the, the cliff. <laughs> yeah, just. Uh... <laughs> Debating on taking work off tomorrow or not to watch Tiger tear up Riviera. He's going to win it this year, so watch he, out. Listen, look real quick. Don't you work Monday through Friday, or do you work more than that? Uh, Monday like, through Friday. Okay, why don't you take Friday off, dog? Because I mean, like, I mean, you're about to take Thursday and Friday. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like a, we got a lot of meetings tomorrow, and I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can I can dig that absolutely. So uh, that sounds good. And uh, Zach, what's going on with you? You know, uh, I have uh, school tomorrow, so I will not be skipping it because I skipped uh, school today. <laughs> I can only. How skip. many of your teachers listen to your podcast? Oh God! I, oh please don't! Oh, this could be bad because you are in sports broadcasting school right now, so you might have some undercover uh, listeners. That's true. Whatever. I always tell them I have a therapist because they can never question it. <laughs> now they know <laughs> they still can't question it oh god and here comes dr jerry lou again i thought i lost that name tag wow okay <laughs> you better step time. up to the plate partner oh <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely so um all right so yeah you can you can find zach uh, attending school <laughs> right and as always the website is www.fromthebacktees.com you can find me at Jerry Lou Looper on Twitter. There's no more one anymore. It's just Jerry Lou, Jerry Lou Looper. Don't fuck that up. It's the big time. And if you need a caddy at Bannon Dunes, just call up and ask for Jerry Lou. Again, Reed, this was a great chat. Nolan, Zach, good talking to you guys. Yeah. Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. Always have fun. Been a lot of fun, right. Reed. We'll talk to you guys uh, next episode. And thanks for listening, everybody. Bobby the starter. Bobby the starter. You want to talk color coordinated? Shout out. Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. Toward the hole, and it's in with 30. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at From the Back Tees. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball, man.